direct conversation, some deep reactions, please. All this comics narrationating me. A little more talk, a lot less read. A little fight, baby, is what I need. Close the trade, open up your brains. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. Thank you, Vandello, and welcome back to Ret Conversations. My name is Josh Wasta, a.k.a. Fallout Fieri. And with me, come on, party people, let me hear some noise. LC's in the house. Jump, jump for joy. It's Leia Cameron. Woo! <laughs> And with us, our guest for this very special episode uh, is the old punk rocker, Jason Taylor. Welcome Say back. Say what? Welcome Hi, uh, back, my man. The, uh, the dubber, the inventor of the D. Uh, the D. That, that, that we joyfully use in almost every episode uh and speaking of almost every other episode and my graphically novel partners both are here to audit because you just you say logan and old man logan and people come out of the woodwork so actually, welcome actually you, you say jason taylor and people come out of the woodwork. <laughs> i know right who's oh. here for old man <laughs> <laughs> Bear and the Baronessa, Ms. Jennifer Howland, welcome and thank you for coming. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we appreciate the opportunity. So hey, Bear. Yes. Real quick, Bear. Muadib, sir. Muadib. Yes. Yes, sir. There there will be no voice guns here either, except for those wielded by Black Bolt. <laughs> uh, old Ben Logan, his name is a killing word. Uh, <laughs> so, uh... For anybody who has not uh, listened to this episode or to this show, to Rec Conversation, this is how we will be doing the lesson today. Um, I, Professor Jay, will be explaining in detail the plot of Old Man Logan, our guest, Mason Taylor, as well as Bear and Jen, who are in the peanut gallery here. Uh, Jason has the right, nay, the obligation to pull the emergency brake on the show at any point and ask any question deems necessary, make smart-ass comments, uh, anything to really just make the, the show more entertaining and last for fucking ever, as <laughs> happens. Uh, at that point, it is up to the uh, secondary professor, Professor L, to explain or answer the question. Uh, if she cannot, she can throw it back to me if I don't have the answer. Since Jennifer Howland and Bear are here, they can just make up a fucking answer and decide that that is now canon. Canon will. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we begin, any questions on Old Man Logan? Jason, what made you uh, interested in, in Old Man Logan? I know you hadn't read it, which uh, your your fiance has chided you. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, as the as I haven't read it, but I mean I've seen the movie, and I do know the one little thing about it. And uh, I'm just I'm just curious because it definitely sounds like a type of movie that they said, let's see what throws against the wall and sticks. And it seemed like from what I understand, everything stuck. OK, yeah. Uh, so what is the one thing that, you know, we did discuss it before the recording, but let's get it uh, out there so people are prepared for what is ahead. Hillbilly incest hulks. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Who doesn't love all versions of Hulk? <laughs> All versions of Hulk apparently love each other. <laughs> See? 
Oh, my point still stands. <laughs> so we start uh, with Wolverine, uh, his uniform torn up and bleeding, wandering through like the forest. Um, kind of the uh, word bubble narrator overhead um, says, "No one knows what happened on the night the heroes fell. All we know is they disappeared and evil triumphed." And the bad guys have been calling the shots ever since. What happened to Wolverine is the biggest mystery of all. Some say they hurt him like no one ever hurt before. Others say he just grew tired of all the fighting and retired to a simpler life. Either way, he hasn't raised his voice or popped his claws in close to 50. His old friends would barely recognize him now. So this is 50 years from like current timeline? Yes, if we're assuming that the night that the, the heroes fell, which is kind of what it's called, um, which was a week-long event that we'll get into further, um, 50 years from that point. So whenever that happened, 50 years. Oh, okay. Hence, old man, I take it. I got it. All right. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> uh, so we see old man Logan riding a horse to kind of a, like, broken-down farm in a dust bowl. Um, his son, Scotty, who's a teenager, uh, approaches and says that the tractor broke and needs a new engine. Uh, Logan says they can't afford it, so they'll have to do everything on the farm by hand. Um, he couldn't sell the pigs in town after something. The man wouldn't buy them because something had happened earlier with the last batch of pigs that he had sold him, and 500 of them had died. Uh, Logan had tried to convince the man that the pigs were clean, but uh, the guy basically would not uh, buy them. So Logan is a pig farmer, one. And yeah. two, he renamed his son after the worst person in the entire mcu uh cyclops <laughs> am i am i getting that right is that no because his kid's name isn't nova um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so Oof. his wife uh approaches and asks what they're gonna do and he says he'll think of um at dinner we see logan's daughter jade um, she says she heard Logan was a superhero and on a team. Logan says there's no such thing as superhero. Outside, Logan and his wife, who we find her name is Maureen, talk about uh, the, the rent. The landlords uh, can't look weak in front of Doom, Kingpin, and all the other landlords. This will be the first payment they've missed in 20 years, but it won't matter to the landlords, Bruce Banner's grandchildren. Well, okay, wait, wait, uh, landlords. Are, are we yeah. going to... Okay, so I, I heard Doom, so obviously Dr. Doom. Uh, Kingpin? Yep. Kingpin. And Bruce Banner, so the Hulk. Correct. Yep. Okay. Uh, I mean, I can understand maybe... Uh, no, I, I I get Dr. Doom. I mean, yeah. I can kind of get Kingpin, but I don't get Bruce Banner at all. So is there uh, a... It'll be explained. It okay. will be explained. Okay. So... uh Two days later, the day that the rent is due, uh, Scotty's on the front porch loading a shotgun, and he tells Logan, it's in case there's trouble. Logan's like, the only way that there'll be trouble is if they see that gun. Go inside, take the gun with you. Um, the Hulk gang arrive, and it's three Hulks in the uh, Bucket Fantastic Car, which is like the weird <laughs> flying vehicle that has literal buckets for seats, and there's four of them. Um, there are there are three hulks in this uh each of the buckets is spray painted something else the only two that you can really get uh, a good read on is one has the four the fantastic four symbol like banner is just sprayed over it and the other one uses the four 
to write dead and forgotten on it. Oh, the other one says unforgiven. Aha, excellent. I did not get that. <laughs> I zoomed in because <laughs> I was reading it digitally. Uh, so there are two men, Otis and Charlie, and a woman who has a baby hulk that is like feeding, like, like sucking on her breath. Um, and she is only referred to as Miss Banner by Logan, who addresses her. She's in charge. Otis and Charlie have come to deliver a beating since Logan can't pay the rent. And basically they are there to beat him down to somehow make that a lesson. Um, Logan momentarily fantasizes about killing all of them, but instead lets them beat him down. Uh, Scotty comes out of the house with the shotgun and points it at the Hulks. Uh, Otis and Charlie say he's lucky they have a sense of humor and that next month the rent, the double the rent will be due, and if they can't pay, everyone will die. That night, Old Man Hawkeye visits. Uh, we find out a few things. One, Hawkeye's blind. Two, Logan's healing factor is not what it used to be. And three, that Hawkeye has a delivery job that can pay the rent. He needs Logan to act as his eyes to deliver a package to the East Coast. Okay, quick question. Yeah. Breaks. You keep saying pay the rent. Is that is that you just saying that you know I'm just pay, you, you seem to emphasize pay the rent. Is there some kind of something I'm missing about pay the rent, or is that um, just how you're saying it? This this will be somewhat explained as we go on, but basically uh-huh. it's it's uh, like the the feudal concept of paying the rent. Like there is a landlord who literally owns the land, and it's like uh, so it's literally paying the rent. Right. You know, it's it's not a it's not a euphemism or a metaphor. They they need to pay to continue to live on their little homestead. Okay. But the way Josh keeps emphasizing pay the rent, I'm thinking like some 70s porn out there, like, <laughs> hey, you need to pay the rent. No. And it okay. is a little sleazy, but not in the way that that uh, that you're thinking. <laughs> right. I mean they are kind of backwoods hulks, so if you hear banjos, like run, run. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, Hawkeye's run, they should be there within two weeks, uh, and then back within two weeks, so they should be back in time for him to pay the rent. Um, Hawkeye offers him $500, um, for the run, and he just needs to be his eyes on the road. Of course, because the archer is blind. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the next morning, uh, Hawkeye is driving the Spider-Mobile. <laughs> and yes, he is driving. Uh... Logan is like, why are you driving when you're blind? He's like, that's what I have you for. Let me know if there are potholes. <laughs> it is unbelievably <laughs> just amazing. <laughs> we also, for the first time, kind of see a map of how the United States is broken up. So California and, and up the West Coast is Hulkland. It's owned by Bruce Banner. Then uh, as you get into like Vegas area and, and further east, there is a section that is uh, the Kingdom of the Kingpin, which used to be the domain of Magneto. What happened to Magneto? Then yeah, there's like a whole stretch of unclaimed land, um, and then Doom's Lair, and then you end at what's called the President's Quarter, which is... So let me guess, the, uh, we're living in that whole unclaimed land area? Uh, Iowa and Nebraska, yes. Yeah. <laughs> True to form. You will, you will I eventually... live in a much cooler section that we'll get to later. Yes. Uh, yes, it's true. Um, and that is the end of uh, issue one. Issue two. A quick question. I, sure. I'm sorry. No, it's um, okay. Uh, is this like, just like 
dystopian, obviously dystopian uh, future. Um, does it like expand? Like, what's the world building on it? Is it like, uh, uh, you know, like everyone's eat, like uh, mirror universe and Star Trek type thing? Um, you know, obviously all the heroes are, are somehow gone. I take it they all these 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 villains killed them. Is that is that any of that expanded on? And and I thought yes. Hulk was a hero. I mean, yes, we will definitely get to that as the story goes on, because there is a reveal that kind of does explain why things are the way they are. Okay, so I'm just I'm asking for spoilers when I should just sit back and (laughs) let it happen. Um, Who wrote this, by the way? Mark Millar. Okay, explains a lot. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so as they're as they're driving, Hawkeye and Logan talked about who Logan used to be. And Logan just keeps telling him, I'm not that guy anymore. I am I am a pacifist. Um, as he's saying this, Hawkeye drives off a cliff. And Logan's like, you're out of your goddamn mind. And then the Spider-Mobile lands at the bottom and doesn't blow up or anything. And Hawkeye's like, yeah, this is the Spider-Mobile. I can take, I can take it. Um, they drive uh, into San Francisco. Entire city is empty. There is no, There are no people that they can see. Um, and Hawkeye starts to like see creatures kind of peeking out and says, Oh, the, the town has been sunk by moloids, um, which are little yellow creatures that the mole men found in the center of the earth. Um, and they're apparently kind of the earth's, uh, like, uh, what do you call it? White blood cells? Yeah, they're like a regulatory <laughs> system for, uh, like an immune system. Kind of, yes. Yeah, that's kind of how it's explained. Yeah. That's a theory anyway. They don't have really proof of that, but they, they think that that's why these things have started appearing. Yeah, Hawkeye surmises that the moment that the Earth hit 8 billion people, the planet released them to thin us all out. Uh, they actually just, entire buildings are pulled under the ground and these moloids eat. Nice! Um, so that is what happened to all of San Francisco. Uh, but as we find, this town isn't completely desolate. As Hawkeye and Logan are set upon by a biker gang of ghost riders. Yes. <laughs> Get the fuck out of town. Okay. <laughs> uh, they approach and, and basically uh, go to Logan and Logan's like, I'm not going to fight you. So they beat the shit out of him um, and he lets them. But while they're whooping and hollering and beating up Logan, Hawkeye... Uh, kills them all with a bow and arrow by aiming because they were making sound. So he basically just shoots all of them, like, in the face. Like, brutally. This is a very brutal comic. This is the first time yes. we're seeing that that violence other than Logan's initial beatdown. But, yeah, this is... They do not pull punches this comic. Huh. Okay. Uh, Hawkeye's pissed at Logan because he didn't think he was telling the truth about being a pacifist and asked what the hell they did to uh Logan does not answer him. Um, oh no, Logan does answer, sorry. Logan says they broke him, and it's the only reason he's still alive. Um, next we see they are drive. they are driving into Vegas, now called Hammer Falls, um, where people come to pray for the return of superheroes. Um, as they are there and kind of going through the town, uh, they see Thor's hammer on the ground, uh, hence why the name of the town is Hammer Falls. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah, they are approached by Ultron 8, and he tells Clint that he's been trying to reach him on behalf of Tanya, who is Haw- Hawkeye's third ex-wife. And <laughs> as we find out, 
Peter Parker's youngest daughter. Uh, they go to see Tanya, and Tanya's pissed because Clint told their... Clint, wait, say, wait, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So, Spider-Man's, Peter Parker's ex-wife is... No, daughter is old man... Hawkeye's. Hawkeye's third ex-wife. Yes. Correct. Okay, gotcha. Just, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tanya uh, is pissed because Clint told their daughter, Ashley, a bunch of stories about, like, being an Avenger and stuff. So she's got it in her head uh, that she could be uh, a superhero. So her and some friends formed a super team and went to go take out the Kingpin uh, at his base in Salt Lake. Uh, they got caught and they will be executed. Um <laughs> Clint says he always pegged Ashley as more of a supervillain. Uh, <laughs> we also find out that Clint and Tanya split up when she was when when uh, uh, Ashley was three months old, and Tanya kind of remarried Ultron Eight. It's not clear like if they're together or not, but Ultron does serve as a father figure for Ashley. Okay. Um, Clint says he'll go get her, but Logan refuses. Uh, Clint says he'll pay him double. And Logan won't have to fight. He'll, again, just be his eyes. Um, Ultron gives Logan an X-Men keychain for good luck. <laughs> um, does uh, Ashley, uh, does she have superpowers? Um, well, well, we'll find out. Okay. <laughs> we do see that she's in a cell wearing a Spider-Man outfit. Though. Yes. Okay. Uh, um. So um, we've got, I guess, three superheroes that are morally ambiguous if they're still called heroes now. But are like all the heroes dead? I mean, I mean, it's it's implied that most, if not all, are dead. Are in hiding or just yeah. hung it up like Logan? Okay, right. Okay. So as they're driving to Salt Lake, they pass a man on top of a church, like where the cross is, and Clint looks over and sees that the building is sinking. He's like, oh, Moloid's got him. Nothing we can do. And they drive on. Yeah, they just leave this dude there, like, like hanging out on a church steeple. Hmm, okay. Uh, so, meanwhile, uh, in Rice Eccles Stadium, uh, the Kingpin, who is not the Kingpin we know, this guy looks a lot like a young Luke Cage. He kind of does, yeah. Um, but he has taken the moniker of Kingpin. Uh, talks about how he killed Magneto because Magneto got old. Kind of um, like if you if you crossed like Luke Cage with like Suge Knight. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he has two of uh, Ashley's team, uh, kids who are dressed up as Daredevil and the Punisher. Um, and in front of a screaming crowd that that fills Rice Eccles Stadium, he uh, feeds them to two raptors. Velociraptors. Yes. yes. <laughs> Dinosaurs. Yes, you heard correctly. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> that uh, I'm I'm not shocked, honestly. Okay. It's it's the uh, it's mentioned that they are from uh, the Savage Lands that have been transported to wherever and just kind of became part of the wildlife in this this new fractured United States. Yeah, basically, a bunch of rich people bought dinosaurs from the Savage Land, uh, but maintenance and upkeep was too much for them so they just gave them up and just let them <laughs> roam free and so yeah um sort of important as well we find out that uh the uh the night the heroes fell was engineered by magneto doom uh several other like supervillains 
and someone called the president. Um, ah, okay. President of the United States? Um, just the president. <laughs> now gonna be president. Uh, Clint and Logan identify Ashley's cell from like a building next to uh, where she's being kept and then drive the spider mobile across a building and crash through a wall. Um, Clint busts in, kills a bunch of guys and frees Ashley uh, while Logan stays with the car because he's not going to fight. Um, while she is free, Kingpin busts into the room and Ashley kills him by decapitating him and not just like with a blade or anything, she's carrying a pipe and hits him in the neck hard enough that his head separates from his body. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's fair to say Ashley has powers. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, she then turns around, looks at Clint and says, well, now that I've killed the man that killed Magneto, I'm in charge. People have to understand that I'm serious. So she goes to kill Clint. Uh, yeah. uh, her, her, no, Spider-Man's her dad. Nope. Her, her dad. God, this is all confusing. It is a little confusing. Yeah, no. Uh, Hawkeye is her father. Spider-Man is her grandfather. Okay, got it. On her mom's side. Right. Okay. Yes. So, and he always thought she was a supervillain. Well, he always said she had it in her to be a supervillain. Yes. Well. And there we go. Yep. Um, Easy peasy. Logan looks on from the car uh, and is like, damn you, Clint, for making me do this. And that's the end of of that issue. Next issue. So uh, up until this point, he has not raised a fist and he has not popped claws or anything. Correct. Yeah. I also want to note, too, that the uh, the title for the next issue is literally just called Things Just Keep Getting Worse. (laughs) It's wonderful. (laughs) Okay, I appreciated that. It told me exactly what I was in for and it sure did. (laughs) Uh, So Logan drives through the building uh, and as he's passing just grabs Clint and sticks him in the car and keeps driving, like, out of the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a skyscraper, by the way. Okay. Um, so, drives to the building next, keeps going, drives over a dude uh, that is trying to, like, shoot at them. Uh, so, Logan is mowing people down in the spider movie. Okay. Um, Ashley, who has watched them go, turns to her goons, who are now her goons, and yells to get after them. So the next scene we see is the Spider-Mobile has 50 cars chasing them. Uh, some with dinosaurs in the car, just because. Yeah, um, they needed to use the ink. Yep, they're out, basically outside of the town in the desert uh, being chased, and the earth opens up, and Moloids take all the vehicles, including the Spider-Mobile. Uh, Logan wakes up and kind of cracks like a chemical glow stick and, uh, sees Moloids eating people, like eating the goons. Um, he gets to the Spider-Mobile where Hawkeye is basically trapped, um, gets into the Spider-Mobile and is able to turn on the headlights, which the Moloids don't like light, so they run away. Um, and then Hawkeye explains, well, this is the Spider-Mobile, just drive up the wall. So he does. (laughs) Uh, so then we, we kind of get just different panels of some things that kind of just give a little depth to the world. So in Wyoming, they're driving and there's just a bunch of dinosaurs. Um, it looks like Jurassic Park. Like they're, they're running alongside the spider buggy. Yeah. 
Uh, and Hawkeye mentions that they'll be fine from the dinosaurs as long as Logan keeps wearing the spray he gave him. So apparently there's anti-dinosaur spray. Okay. okay. Um, in some place called Electroville, there's a, uh, there's a gigantic skeleton that has been impaled by a Manhattan skyscraper. Uh, that is Loki, and the skyscraper is the Baxter building. Um, they are still across the country. So in this fight, somehow the Baxter building was relocated from the East Coast to kill Loki somewhere between, like, Wyoming and uh, South Dakota. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in South Dakota, they are being watched as they drive through by the Venom symbiote. Um, and they also drive past Mount Rushmore, which now has the Red Skull added to it. Oh, I didn't even think of him. Yeah, he's another iconic villain. Nice. Uh, meanwhile, in Des Moines... So what, what's up with him? What happened to him? We'll find out. That, okay. that we're getting to. Meanwhile, in Des Moines, they're just having lunch when a guy approaches and goes to make some sort of smart-ass joke about the two of them, and Logan kind of snaps and turns around and just jumps this dude and, like, puts his fist under the guy's chin and just... It looks like he's going to pop his claws into this random guy's head. Um, what did he yells, say? Uh, he basically uh, attempted to make some kind of, and it, it, it's not this, his sentence isn't finished, but he basically attempted to make some kind of sexist and or homophobic uh, statement towards them. Because he's like, oh, excuse us, ladies. I didn't realize tonight was, and then he is not able to finish that sentence before Logan jumps on him. That is so weird considering everything else is that, and then, okay, that just, okay. Uh, Hawkeye yells for Logan. Logan just gets up and walks outside. Um, Were they at Zombie Burger in Des Moines? No. They're literally, like, Des Moines is one bar in the middle of fucking nowhere in this panel. Yeah. um, Hawkeye once again asks, what did they do to you? To which... Uh, Logan says, sit down and I'll tell you. And that is the end of that issue. Um, we start 50 years ago on the night the, the, the heroes fell. Um, Jubilee is in the, the like danger room um, explaining to Logan that there are dist- distress calls coming from everywhere. The Avengers, S.H.I.E.L.D., Fantastic Four, Wakanda. Um, Logan realizes they're next and they need to get out of there when the wall explodes, killing Jubilee instantly. And the villains all arrive. Um, basically, I have sort of a list. This is by all means not extensive, but Doc Ock, Claw, Shocker, Bullseye, Green Goblin, Blob, Mr. Sinister, and many, many others. Um, Logan runs through the school, killing as many as there are. Once he has slaughtered all of them, and this is like hundreds uh, of, of villains, uh, Mysterio drops the illusion. Logan has actually killed all of the X-Men and all of the children that were. Holy shit. Yeah, it's horrifying. It's really horrifying. Yes, uh, and he actually has Jubilee's dead body, like, as the last person he killed in his arms. Yeah. Wow. Hope they yeah, serve chili fries in hell, Jubilationly. The, uh, the, the panel where this is revealed is, <laughs> it's just so good. It's, um, yeah, it's heartbreaking. It really is. So, um, after Mysterio reveals, yeah, and I mean, the, yeah, the, the panel where you see, uh, then you pans and you see all the X-Men dead, um, just, yeah. Like, <coughs> there is, 
still in ice, just the head of Bobby Drake. Uh, yeah, it's bad. Uh, Gambit is on the page, so there's our Gambit watch. He showed up as a dead body. <laughs> um, so we then flash back to modern day. Uh, Logan is explaining this to, to Hawkeye, and uh, Logan says, yeah, he stabbed every one of them right through the heart. Um, that Mysterio even made them look and smell different, so he, he had no idea. Um, he then wandered in the woods for weeks, um, just shocked by, by what has happened. Um, and then at the end of those few weeks, um, apparently the Battle of Vegas happened during that time. Uh, and that was the final showdown between the heroes and the bad guys. He didn't even, he wasn't even there. Uh, after all that time, he went and just laid his head down on the tracks, uh, the train tracks, an approaching train coming. And that didn't even kill him. So, um, yeah, uh, Logan and, uh, and Hawkeye then keep going, um, on their, their trip. Uh, and this is where we find out that the Venom symbiote has bonded with a T-Rex and is chasing. So basically like the worst possible thing you can think of just happened. (laughs) Um, so what was Hawkeye's reaction to this little bit of, of, uh, news you know he it's hawkeye so like he doesn't really he does actually a pretty good job of of listening and and just kind of uh trying to basically gently be like hey look you know it wasn't your fault you know without without saying as much um you know he's like i don't you know he's like i don't i don't blame you for what for for refusing to fight basically yeah and and it's also important that this is the first person logan has kind of explained this to um but he says that the reason that he hasn't popped his claws in 50 years is because the night with the train he knew he couldn't kill himself but he did kill wolverine so wolverine is dead and mm, he's okay. just logan now um that he's a farmer that he doesn't do anything with his hands except tend to the land um and that he'll never hurt another uh, living soul to which i mean hawkeye's only response is your call brother yeah like no judgment um uh on the way on the road um they are extorted for 80 cents to cross uh a river by a child wearing the ant-man helmet basically saying give me 80 cents or i'm gonna sick of the ants on you Um, (laughs) clint knows the kid his name is dwight and pays him and it's like okay here you go now stay out of trouble to which logan is like was he serious and uh, and Hawkeye's like, trust me, that was 80 cents well spent. We see under the bridge to which there are many vehicles and many, many skulls. Yeah. Huh. Uh, in Doomshead, Illinois, um, they are attacked by, uh, symbiote, uh, uh, T-Rex. Um, but they are rescued by Black Bolt because <laughs> if anyone can rescue you from a symbiote, it's Black Bolt since sound is the symbiote's weakness. <laughs> For once, he's not on the moon. Yes, it's true. Uh, Black Bolt basically fucking destroys that the, the symbiote, leaving just a very uh, uh, unhappy T-Rex laying on the ground with the symbiote splattered around it in a very cool panel. Uh, and then uh, Black Bolt uh, and uh, Logan, Hawkeye, and the Spider-Mobile are all teleported somewhere. Uh, to which they are greeted by Emma Frost. Uh, 
Emma Frost meets with them and says they are in the Forbidden Quarter, which is the last base for mutant. Um, they're like, oh, so you kidnapped us? She's like, I rescued you, and I'm actually fixing your your car, you know. Uh, her and Clint weirdly trade some barbs, and he talks about how she married someone to get a truce, and he considers it like a betrayal. And she counters that she knows what Clint is transporting. Um, but then they kind of leave it at that, and they go their separate ways, and Lo Logan and uh, Clint leave in a completely fixed and, and shiny Spider-Mobile. Um, but it as should be it should be noted too that the mutant forbidden zone is Chicago. It's it's Chicago. You can actually see in the yes. background some still standing skyscrapers. Yes, yes. Uh, Emma asked uh, asks Logan if he ever found that piece he craved, um, and he said, "You're the mind reader." <laughs> she just responds with, "Then congratulations." Um, and as they're driving away from the top of a skyscraper, Doom watches them leave. Nice. Um, what is uh, Hawkeye? carrying or is that explained uh it will be explained that that reveal is coming very quickly actually because yes. next next they get to new babylon um after passing through pym falls which has uh hank pym's gigantic skeleton uh <laughs> just laying across across the road um they drive under him i would just like to point out how like every town is a superhero falls yes because there's yes. just a piece of superhero left over yep Somewhere. Oh, I didn't even get that. I didn't catch that. Nice. Yeah. The other one was Hammer Falls and just kind of built around Thor's hammer. Yep. Um, so they get to uh, uh, New Babylon, which it's heavily implied is New York. Um, and, you know, Times Square, there's a gigantic statue of Red Skull um, holding, like, so it's a statue of Red Skull, but in his hand that is raised is a bunch of, like, images shadows so like one is capped with his shield one is uh thor like he can kind of make out vision um make out black widow a little bit yeah uh so they meet uh for the the sale they meet a guy that kind of looks like hitler fat hitler yeah he looks like <laughs> <laughs> he looks like uh a dude right off of like an alt-right website like <laughs> basement yeah. dweller hitler Yes. Um, and we find out uh, this man's name is Tobias, and what he's buying from Clint is 99 vials of super soldier serum. Um, Tobias is basically constructing a superhero resistance, and they're looking to restart the Avengers. Hawkeye puts one more condition uh, on the sale, and that's that he can have some of the serum and join them on the um, And that's when the deal is revealed to be a shield sting set up by the president. Uh, and Hawkeye gets a bullet in his forehead, and Logan gets uh, shot all to shit. And that is the end of that issue. Okay. Is this the same president that was referenced earlier? Yes. Or who's, they reveal who the president is? is yeah. Not yet. Okay. 50 years ago, uh, beginning of the next issue, we watch Red Skull kill Captain America. And he says, now, uh, uh, basically... Uh, in order to keep the peace, he gave Banner California, he gave Magneto a stretch, he gave Doom his own area, and he said, but the White House is mine. Ah, he's the president. Okay. So, yes, and actually, we see him 
uh, hanging out. He has a trophy room where he keeps basically all of the old superhero memorabilia. Uh, Doctor Strange's cape, Spider-Man's uh, mask, uh, you know, Iron Man's suit, uh, Cap's shield above all of them. And he wears Captain America's torn uniform um, <laughs> at all yeah. times. Yeah. Um, See, I thought, I thought Captain, because I thought Captain America was the president. And, uh, and oh, I wish. <laughs> and he was no, just an evil Captain America now. Sadly, like the, the president's mansion is like festooned with literal swastikas, the SS Eagle, somebody, yeah. there's a statue out front of, of what I, it appears to be Red Skull doing the Heil Hitler salute. Like it is full on Nazi. Nazi. Yeah. Illinois Nazi. Um, yeah. So Tobias uh, arrives and we find out that uh, Red Skull doesn't just keep like memorabilia from the heroes. He has their corpses. Like, he keeps their corpses. And Hawkeye is just going to get added to the pile. Um, so Tobias walks in with Hawkeye and Logan's corpses. Um, they have not identified who Logan is. They just know him as his, his companion. Um, and that's when Logan starts moving, uh, wakes up, kicks one of the goons in the balls, uh, and then beats Tobias and the goon down uh and gets in a fight with the red skull um still has not popped his claws but he isn't like fighting um and that's when red skull actually locks the doors because he's like nope it, like he he needs a fight with a superhero it's been so long uh and red skull is like starting to uh win until logan gets a hold of cap shield and they fight logan literally decapitates red skull with uh cap shield uh outside the guards are trying to get the doors open um and that's when logan looks around and is like oh the doors open logan is in the iron man suit and, <laughs> and basically blows the guards away uh with with beams and then flies uh back towards oh grabs the suitcase full of money that Tobias had for the sting and goes to fly back to California, back to his family. Um, he, uh, he uses all of the fuel cells and crashes the suit, but manages to arrive home two weeks early uh, and finds that the Hulks have already been there and have already slaughtered their fam his family because they got bored. <sighs> horrible. Fucking horrible. Like, there's a panel of them just lying dead, blood everywhere like in his his shadow is kind of silhouetted as if he's like walking in through like the screen door um oh god it's awful he's talking to a guy from the town named donovan who was at his farm when he arrives and uh you know finds out that his family is dead donovan's like don't do anything stupid they'll only take out take it out on the rest of the people you ain't the man you used to be logan and that's when uh he says my name isn't logan pops his claws and says it's wolverine nice <laughs> and is that the final panel of that issue yes nice yes. now we go to the last issue which is a giant size conclusion to the story um so there are two hulks washing themselves kind of in a in a, a ditch like a what do you call it where where water flows in to, to like a sewer line um but large enough to be like a river um yeah. thank you um <laughs> 
One is complaining that Pappy Banner wouldn't let him eat the family. Um, and and they're, they're having a conversation when all of a sudden the one that was complaining that he couldn't eat the family like gets pulled under the water and parts of him just float up. And that's when the <laughs> other one's like, uh, Rufus? And Wolverine pops up and fucking murders that guy. Um, then we see at Stark's bar, three Hulks are celebrating a job well done. Um, one has taken Jade's raggedy and doll off of her corpse. Uh, the lights go out and all three of them are ripped apart. Then at Hef's mansion, uh, three more <laughs> Hulks have fucked their way through the entire brothel. Uh, Wolverine meets them on the outside. Like they're walking out and he's in the parking lot waiting for them. Um, then back at the Banner compound, uh, Ms. Banner, who we had met earlier, we find out her name is Bobby Joe. Ask Pappy if he really thinks Wolverine will come for them. Uh, her questions are answered quickly as Wolverine drives the Fantastic car into the compound with a Hulk strapped to the front in chains with a bomb in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it goes off and Logan shows up there to kill everyone. And he proceeds to do just that. Uh, he calls for Banner who shows up in his human form as like an old broken down man uh, with the strength of the Hulk because he proceeds to just kick Logan's ass. He kind of uh, looks like like Deliverance Banner here. Like he he do, he looks like a straight up old hillbilly guy. Yes. With the round glasses. The white and, like, beater and jeans. The white yeah. beater and jeans like balding. Yeah. The suspenders. Yeah. Uh, Logan gets the upper hand when he's uh, sticks both uh, uh, oh wait before that Logan of, or uh, Banner of course uh, gives exposition during the fight saying that of course he had to breed with his cousin She-Hulk because she was the only one that could keep pace. That's horrible. GFC what the hell am I listening to? <laughs> like, oh my god you're so gross why are you so gross? <laughs> you know this is going to make the YouTube uh, the the Disney Plus series a whole new level of creepy <laughs> when they're in, on that island. I was about to say, he obviously Bruce saw the trailer for She-Hulk and it awakened something in him. Right? That's not what that means. I know, but at least they roll tide. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Banner also goes on to say that he was bored with being a landlord and a supervillain. So he just ordered the death of Logan's family so Wolverine would come back and fight him. Uh, Wolverine strap, stabs him and in, in what would be a killing blow, except he hulks out and bites Wolverine in the torso. Uh, it then flashes to 12 hours later, where the last of the Hulks, uh, a, a, a Hulk named Billy Bob, uh, comes home because he's been out running an errand. Uh, and... Uh, sees all the carnage, uh, goes in and, and finds Pappy, who has defeated and eaten Wolverine. Uh, so the only remains of the Hulk gang are Billy Bob, Pappy, and Baby Bruce. Uh, Billy Bob also points out to Pappy that you just ate a guy that has a healing factor, and Wolverine rips his way out of, uh, out of Hulk's stomach, killing him. Uh, <laughs> Billy Bob's like, you know, just whatever you want, just leave me and baby Bruce alone. Uh, to which Logan says, oh no, 
Bruce took my baby. I'm going to take his. So a month later, uh, we're on Logan's farm. He buries his family. And there's like, you know, some of the people of the surrounding town are there. And they're trying to talk him out of what he wants to do, which is be a wandering lawman with the baby Hulk to bring law and order <laughs> back to the world. <laughs> and, um, is this, uh, well, oh, what the hell is that? Um, I get, I, I get a, uh, what something in cub vibe. Um, oh, um, oh, Wolf and Cub. Wolf and Cub? Uh, no. The, the Japanese series. Is that, is it Wolf and Cub? I thought it was Wolf and Cub. Yo, no, not Yo Jimbo. Anyway, yes, it's, it's very reminiscent of the old, like, Kurosawa uh samurai films that were also westerns yeah yeah this is this has a very western vibe to it like he's literally wearing the like you know the the wide brimmed hat and he's got the duster and he's got his white horse and his and baby bruce strapped to his back yeah (laughs) in a backpack lone wolf and cub there you go thank Uh, you yeah okay and the last shot that we have is Logan and baby Bruce on a white horse riding off into the sunset. Yep. <laughs> this, so, uh, this is, uh, like I said, they just like, just whatever ideas you got. Symbiont, <laughs> encrusted dinosaurs, cannibal hulks. Oh, incest hulks, just throw it all in the pot. We're going to throw it on the wall. Whatever sticks. This is like, this is like, um, what are those, uh, story uh, workshops where you get three ideas and make a story. They were like, <laughs> "Give us all the fucking ideas. We're going to make a yeah. story." Or, or where you write, or where you write a paragraph, then you have to trade all the papers. Somebody one else writes a paragraph. The yeah. Oh yeah, the exquisite corpse. Yeah. 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 And what the? You know what? What the hell does this have anything? Everyone says Logan was based. Well, maybe we'll answer this in fucking in. Uh, That'll and, uh, be for our graphically. episode of Graphically Novel. Yeah, but, oh my God, what yeah. the... Which will be definitely the sister episode to this episode, yes. Which I... we are recording directly after this. <laughs> <laughs> and there will so be much it, more alcohol. Quick question. It should be noted, too, that, like, um, the... Uh, there there are more books in this series, I was informed. There's, I think, yes. six books total. Um, the other ones are done by Lemire and Sorrentino, respectively. Um, and I was very, the reason I found out about this is because I was very excited after I finished reading that. I was like, this story is really great. Like, it's very cool. Um, is there more? And in front of the podcast, Adam Witt was like, there, there are, and I have all of them. So I'll be doing some reading later this week. <laughs> there is also a point after the Death of Wolverine storyline where this Logan is pulled into the main 616 modern continuity. Ah, Nice. So there is a time where old man Logan is a, a modern day X-Man and it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> I just did a search. There's a Deadpool versus old man Logan. I, 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 wow. There's old real. man Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm that? interested in that too. Deadpool versus old man Logan. I'd, I'd read that. Sure. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> so this, I uh, honestly, I, um, like with, uh, what was the other one? series i was on um transmetropolitan transmetch i've 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 read i've read some of that um because allison has all those books i don't know if i think she has old man logan books i think i'm gonna grab them because i just you know while you're great at explaining it 
but by God, I need to, I need to buckle up on this, on this roller coaster. And, oh yeah. No, and no. By myself. The, the idea of this show is not to just explain it. So you don't have to go. Like if you are genuinely interested in it, there is, I left stuff out. Yeah. There is a lot to this world. I think yeah. I'm going to che- be checking this one out. It's and definitely, the art definitely. Also, the, the art is also excellent. And there's a lot of yes. neat little things in the artwork itself that are kind of, some of them are fun Easter eggs. Some of them are, um, they, they give a little bit more exposition without, without text, if you will. Um, and there's a lot to look at. That was one of the things that I really enjoyed about this is there's, it wasn't just a case of like, okay, I'm reading the words, I'm reading the words, I'm reading the words. Like there's, there's cool, there's really cool visuals in this. Right. Right. Yep. And I mean, it's Mark Millar, you know, it's the guy that did kick ass. It's, it's, (laughs) he did so many different, you know, he did the authority. He did a lot of very, the Kingsman. Yeah. Uh, he did a lot of very uh, uh, adult themed comics, and this is definitely in his wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of kick ass in this. <laughs> yeah. I definitely so, uh, will be checking it out. Baron Jen, what did you guys think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, you read this. We originally were going to do this for like season one or two. I think it was season novel. two. Yeah. So was, that was the first season we were going to have guests and Micah was supposed to be our guest and things just kind of fell through and right. other more, I think, important episodes popped up that we wanted to keep in the forefront of what we were doing at the time. Um, I am glad that we swung back around. Yeah, though. I was really, I remember when we were sitting there talking about what we were going to do for season seven and I was just like, did we, we never did actually do Old Man Logan for the show, we bumped it, right? And you, you were, you said, yeah. And I was like, we need, we need to do that again. We need to find somebody that wants to talk about this. Yeah, and that's when I remembered that it had been mentioned on a previous episode that Jason hadn't read Old Man Logan. Yeah, and so. I was, yeah, I was super excited to be like, oh wait, <laughs> right? <laughs> you can get Jay here for Old Man Logan. This will be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely glad because I'm I'm I de- I want to check it out. I I kind of like those those stories. They are definitely in my wheelhouse. Um, the uh, the alternate history and the alternate takes. I mean, obviously this is multiverse related because it's you know you mentioned he gets pulled into Earth six one six. So um, yeah, I, I looked it up and you know I'm looking at the at the wiki and everything right now. So I'll definitely be be checking it out. So yeah, see also our uh, our Red Conversations episode on 1602, which is another uh, alternate reality that was kind of cool um, yeah. that you will that we will be seeing in uh, What If season two. Yeah, I'm um, so excited about that. Announced at Comic Con, another so... Neil Gaiman uh, comic. By the way, I am so jazzed. I like when I saw that announcement, I was like, yes, I've loved that book for years. So um, what a perfect episode of What If. I, I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be a good time. <laughs> well, what, what Earth was that? Earth? No, 1602 is the name of the... It is it is the Marvel Heroes in the year 1602. Ah, I got it right here. Okay, yeah. Witch it Hunters. super yeah. fun. Yes. It's really, really cool. It's very clever. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun to read. Let me. And that is why I like coming on your guys' shows because they're so informative. Well, thank you. Aww. That's that's what we strive to do. We strive to educate. That and to give bear shit about voice guns in Dune. I gotta do that. I mean, 
I, I'm always here for that. I, I, I do love our little <laughs> our little repartee that's going here. Well, uh, Jason, thank you so much for joining us. So please uh, join us next week, uh, everyone, when when we will have the follow up to this. When we will talk about the the movie Logan in relation to this uh, comic, uh, and then tune in in two weeks when we will be doing Cable and Deadpool, the only X-Men themed uh, comic that Leia will present. Yes. It, it, it's far enough adjacent. And yeah. it's with, with Royal, so, you know. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't want to go straight from this to Onslaught, which we have this oh, season. God. Which, oh boy. <sighs> but, until then, take it away, Vandello. Some deep reactions, please. All this comics narration ain't me. A little more talk, a lot less read. A little five babies is what I need. Close the trade, open up your brains. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. Vendello 2021.